everyone. I'm Lauren MacGyver. And I'm Teresa Roca. And this is Teen Mom Time. We're here to fill you in on all the fight. Why are you so white trash? All the custody battles. Corey's trying to take our kids from All the romance drama. Getting divorced, period. And so much more. Hi, hi. You're both high. I'm just trying to be a good person and a good moment adult. On this week's episode, we are discussing Janelle and David and their custody battle. Are Leah and Jeremy back together? Plus, Kale confirms her split with her third baby daddy, Chris. Teresa, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little overwhelmed. Why? Because of picture day. It is picture week. Picture week. At American Media. Yes, we have pictures. So we are now getting author bios. On our websites. Yeah. So okay. For people who read our articles, you can click our name and yes. they'll see a beautiful photo, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> and a biography <laughs> of what we've done, where we come from. Yeah. Like our what, interests. what we like. I know I'm not done with my bio yet. And I was reading it to my mom last night. And of course, I mentioned my dog because he's the center of my universe. And <laughs> she just kept interrupting me because I mentioned him twice before I mentioned my family. <laughs> my mom's like, um, what about me? What about uh, your family? I'm like, I'm getting there. And she's like, why am I at the right, bottom? Like, why is the dog first? <laughs> the dog comes twice, like first. Oh my God. And then family, friends, wine. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I don't know what to put. What like, is your bio? This bio is so different from my bio. Really? Oh, because I thought it was supposed to be funny and like witty. And Oh, you my know. bio was like kind of serious. Oh, yeah. I like talk about like my experience. Oh, we have a bunch of different, we have like bio, summary, work experience, like I was just very overwhelmed because also it's a monsoon, the day I have to take pictures. Yeah, I'm actually very lucky. My photo day is tomorrow, and it's going to be yeah. beautiful. So yeah. I'm going to wake up, do my hair, do my makeup, and I won't have any... Sorry, Fred. Lauren's yeah. giving me a death stare right now. Because <laughs> my hair is so frizzy right now. But I still have time to fix it, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, so pictures will be, you know, may- maybe on our Instagrams if I like it. I need your yeah. advice. Okay. Should I include in my bio number one team mom nemesis? I think you should. <laughs> uh, you have to write that you went to the land. But I went. I graced my presence yes. at the land. Your feet touched the land. Yes, I might include that. You're blocked by just state. Well, David's old account. You know. So yeah. yeah, I think you should. You have a lot of beef, and I think you should mention that. I think I will. I think I'm going to include. You know, my stories can often be seen on Teen Mom. Yes. Yes, to receive the paycheck. But yeah, I also wrote that we have made our Teen Mom OG and Teen Mom Two debut. Oh, I need to write that. I'm, I've been on Housewives. Yeah. I've been on yeah. Teen Mom. We're basically reality stars. You can see me in the background. <laughs> if you're looking for me, I'm <laughs> on Teen Mom 2, episode 3, season whatever. Yeah, it's like sup- my, my bio is super serious. I need to like add some fun to it. Yeah, you need to add some fun. Okay. I have like wine and tacos in mine. Wine like, and tacos. Yeah, the beach, like all my favorite things in the world. Oh my God, I wrote I wrote at the end. I'm like, when Teresa's not reporting, she's exploring New York City. I like don't explore New York yeah, City. Yeah, I was going to say, when do you <laughs> you ever explored New Because York I was City. thinking, what should I? <laughs> <laughs> you never explore. You literally go home. Because <laughs> I don't do anything. It's like I can't write in my bio like I saw on the couch. <laughs> that's literally and mine. Sleep. Mine is I, I, I go to express and waste my money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what we do. And I think we should be honest with okay, our readers. I'll be more honest in my bio. Yeah. I think you need to change it. I'll send you mine because I want you to like proofread and make yeah, sure. Yeah. And it's... I'll send you mine. I'm going to work on mine when I get back to my desk. Yeah. So those are coming soon. The photos. Maybe you'll see them on my Instagram if I like face tune yeah, it. Like, me too. I'll crazy. probably put them on my Instagram. Yeah. And be like, ha, look, mom. <laughs> but, but yeah. So we also had other 
big we things have, happening. Yes, this, this, this is a good week. We Not about us. Have a good, yeah, yeah. You know, we talked about us for the first ten minutes, but the Team Mom OG girls were here. Yes, they came into the, the office crew. on Tuesday for an interview with other outlets. Yes, <laughs> not, not radar. <laughs> Wait, other outlets. <laughs> Way to really cut to the point. Other outlets. Um, yeah, so they were all here, including the guys. Andrew is like what ten feet tall. Yeah. Like, he, I'm shocked to even fit into this office. He's so tall. Tyler was here. Tyler is so much hotter. Tyler's actually really handsome in person. Oh, I was going to be like, he's so much hotter in person. Yeah, like, when I, I saw he's good him. looking. And he was wearing plaid, and plaid is, like, my weakness. I actually don't remember what he was wearing. Was Andrew wearing a blazer? No. I think he was just wearing I feel shirt. like, so, let me explain how I saw them. So, I was going to get lunch. This yes. was, like, around, like, 1230. Yeah. And I'm walking by myself. Usually, I have someone with me to get lunch, but to, that. that specific day I was really busy so I just went quick so I'm walking and in the lobby I see all these people and I'm like why is there like 50 people in the lobby then I see Andrew Glennon of course because he's the tallest guy in the world and I was and then I see Tyler and then I see Macy and I'm like oh my god the two hot guys are here yeah like (laughs) oh my god the whole crew is here so then I ran back to I ran to Lauren's desk of course and I was like Lauren the team mom guy the team mom people are here yeah so naturally we got up and we wanted to go over. And then also we wanted to, like, make a bathroom stop. Teresa was still getting lunch. And we were, like, talking about sandwiches. We actually didn't know they were in the bathroom. Yeah, we had no idea. I just wanted to walk by, see Andrew. Because also, like, we've talked to them before. So I've interviewed them. So we just, like, wanted to walk by, maybe, like, feel it out. Maybe yeah. say hi, depending <laughs> on how, like, crazy they are. Yeah. But, yeah, then also we made a pit stop. And they were all in there just getting ready. Just, you know, having girl talk. They all, I have to say, they all looked Stunning. They all looked yeah, so no, they, good. They all looked very pretty. Yeah. I think we need to that highlight. Was a long pause. <laughs> oh, um, I was gonna say I'm not crazy about Macy's half up, half down top knot look. Yeah, she always does. I that. feel like she always does it, yeah. and I just feel like her hair is like too thin to do it. I feel like Chelsea looks really good with it because she yeah. has more fuller hair. Yeah. I'm just Agreed. a little over the look. That's what I was thinking of when you said that. But highlight. Andre, we met Andre. Yes, we met Andre, the security. We love him. We love him. Uh, yeah, even though he unfortunately married Janelle and David. He was we, really nice, though. He was so sweet. You know, they really, there was a bunch of security. There was the other one, Kevin. Yeah, there was he a was few there. security guards. Yeah, there were a few because there was like 50 of them here. <laughs> they were like, Teresa Roca is in the building. Yeah, <laughs> Teresa Roca, stay away. But yeah, you know, they were just having girl talk. Mm-hmm. Amber... Looked incredible. I actually didn't see her because I was in the stall when she was in the stall. Yeah, you saw her. You said she was skinny. Yeah, like she just like looks great. You Good know. For her. Yeah, she had this really cute like mint green dress on. Her hair color is perfect. I like Cheyenne's jumpsuit. It was like neon. Do I want it? Yes. Yeah, you guys need to look on her on the Instagram. They yeah. posted all the photos. Yeah, and send us the link if you find it because I desperately want that. Even if just the top, I, I don't think I could pull off the top and the pants during a night it out. It wasn't a jumpsuit. No, it was, it was two like, pieces? yeah, it was two pieces. Oh. Yeah. Very, very cute. But yeah, so the whole crew was here. Um, they were promoting, obviously, Team Mom OG, which starts June 10th, which we previously talked about either last week or the week before. We're really excited because Teresa and I disagree on Team Mom OG sometimes. So yeah, so it was exciting to see them. You know, we're getting a new start in a couple of weeks, even though we still have two more parts of Team Mom too. So, but yeah, I'm excited. It was a fun day. Getting into the top three stories of the week, we have another dog scandal, you know, one after the other. First, we have David Eason killing his dog. Now we have Mackenzie McKee, 
So she was on vacation with her hubby, Josh, and I think they were celebrating his birthday. So she posted on Facebook, I guess Instagram too perhaps, saying that her dog was taken by animal control. She left her dog, what's her, Hank, and it's like this huge like mini horse. It's a dane, right? Very yeah, dane. it's ginormous. So she left her dog, Hank, in a pen in her backyard. It had a tarp over it. It didn't have a floor to it. It was strictly mud. But she left it outside, not in a kennel, during her time away. So she left Wednesday. I'm not sure the dates. Maybe the 16th, I think it was. She was tweeting, like, on my way to the airport, yada, yada. And then she said that she was returning Tuesday, whichever date that was, maybe the 21st or something like that. Mm-hmm. Can never get the yeah, dates right. Yeah, today's the 23rd, so. Yeah, so that's about almost a week outdoors in a pen. So I guess the neighbors saw the dog and allegedly heard the dog cry. That's what we saw on a Facebook post. Yeah, for five days they heard the dog crying. Yeah, so they called animal control. The animal control came, took the dog, and I think she said she had to pay $80 to get Mm -hmm. her dog back and was just asking her followers, her friends, you know, is this even legal for them to just come on my property and take my dog when I'm not there? So obviously, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So didn't break into your house. Yeah, so they obviously, you know— took the post down immediately because she got a lot of backlash for it. She, you know, everyone was saying that she's an animal abuser and she doesn't deserve the dog. She's had, you know, quite a history with pets and, you know, posting things on social media that she shouldn't, Mm -hmm. that she quickly receives backlash for. Mm -hmm. But when I saw it as a dog owner, I, my heart broke. Mm -hmm. I could never leave my dog for five days in that pen. It, I mean, it was a huge pen mm-hmm. for a huge dog, mm-hmm. but it was like in mud. And just to clarify, she did say that she had someone coming every day to feed the dog. Yes. She had family like come, I guess, multiple times to feed it. But it was rainy. And I think on a post, what what was it, a well, comment? That was, that was my concern was that I checked the weather where she lives. It's in like Miami, Oklahoma. Yes. And it was a thunderstorming and raining every day. There's actually like flood warnings in her area. So, I mean, this dog, and if you look at the photo, like you said, there's mud on the ground and then there's a tarp covering it. Like just yeah. a flimsy tarp. Like if there's a thunderstorm or flooding, I mean... Yeah, a flood. I mean, now— This dog's not going to be okay. Yeah, and now I think she's been tweeting about tornadoes. What yeah, happens no, if yeah, a tornado yeah, hit? Yeah. And you're on vacation in the Bahamas, like on a cruise with your husband, and your poor dog is outside during a tornado? She has so much family. I, listen, she. I understand her not wanting to give the dog to the kennel because I yes. know that there's been a lot of controversy with that. But you have so much family. Like, not one family member could have taken the dog in. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, people were watching. I think her sister, I think she said her sister was watching her kids. So take the dog. Take the dog. Yeah, just take the dog. And if anything, just, you know, put, I have baby gates like all over my house when people come over. Also, there's so many apps. Like my friend is Rover. Yeah. Which is a really great dog app. And you can, you know, someone, you pay someone to watch your dog. You pay like tw- like literally $20 a day. Like it's really not a big deal. Yeah. Like she could have done so many other alternatives. As opposed to that. Yeah, there's definitely dog sitters that, you know, just take it in and put it in the house. I mean, 
I, when I go on vacation, like, I don't put my dog in a kennel. We give it to a family member. Right. Because, I mean, you never know what happens at kennels. Like, yeah, dogs I heard, get I've sick. Heard, I've heard, like, bad stories about kennels. Yeah. We looked into a couple kennels, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't for us. I mean, it's for other people. I know, like, Kale puts her dogs in a doggy hotel. Yeah. Even doggy hotels. Like, we looked at, like, PetSmart and Petco. Like, Are they not— it's just it's I don't know I don't have a dog I don't know anything about this. Yeah, so. it's just it's the same. Like yeah. you, you know, I don't know these people, you know, the dog comes back, it's like a different person, especially my dog who's like I sits on a throne. I always say that like they went to the kennel and they came back a different dog. Yeah, because you put them in this environment for a week, they don't know these people, they're mm-hmm. surrounded by now like a 100 dogs, they're not getting love. I mean, my dog sits on a freaking throne in my house. Like he right. has like constant attention. People are always home. So to put a dog in a kennel, it's, you know, it's sad. Mm -hmm. And they get sad. Even, like, when I came back, my dog was still sad, and he was with family. Yeah, (laughs) imagine if he was in a kennel. Yeah, he would come back even worse. So I disagreed with Mackenzie. We love her. You know, we've had her on the podcast. She's Mm -hmm. such a sweet girl. And it's just I truly wish that she just had a family member take the dog because it's it's dangerous. I just, I, like, think about— if I were on vacation, yeah. like, I would not be able to enjoy myself because I would be constantly thinking, what if, like, a wild animal somehow yeah. breaks into the cage and does, you know, you never know. What if there's a flood? What if there's a tornado? Like, I would not be able to sleep knowing that my dog is just in my backyard. Yeah. But also, what happens if the gate opens, if it's really windy mm-hmm. and then it just, you know, happens to open? I have a dumb question. Why couldn't she just leave it in the house and then have a family member go into the house? Wouldn't that be safer? Yeah. I mean, I do have people on my block that actually do that. They have, like, little—one of my neighbors has this, like, really small, like, Toto dog, and she leaves it in the house. All she—I mean, she's really old. She's, like, you know, nine maybe. All she does is sit in the window, and someone comes over multiple times a day, lets her out, feeds her, but— I that was no that's not a stupid question I think that's a great question why didn't the dog just stay in the house the dog lives in the house with you right why can't the dog be in the house when you're not there did you not train it properly right you know so it's just it's sad and then I saw on I think it was her snapchat or instagram story I can't remember she was posting photos of her with the dog Mm -hmm. and the kids Mm -hmm. and you know she looked really happy in her photo and it's like I know you're trying to do what is that damage control is that what it's called? I mean, yeah, she's taking a tip out of Janelle Evans' book. Yeah, and now she's, like, posting, like, photos of her, like, smiling with the dog. And it's like, you know, you made a really dumb mistake. Like, you should have never left the dog. And she kept posting, like, defending her actions. Just yeah. a minute. Be like, listen, at the time, it was. I thought it was a good idea. In hindsight, yeah. it wasn't. I won't do this again. That's all you have to do. Even That's if you don't, all you have to do. Even if you don't, like— truly mean it yeah like yeah she was saying oh i paid four grand to have this cage installed i love hank more than anything i'm sure you do but that four grand could have gone to something else yeah you know like a dog sitter like a dog sitter you know just find someone online and you know it's just i don't know it it was really messy but i mean hopefully she learns from this you actually talked to PETA after you reached out because you wanted to see, you know, their opinion of the cage and the situation. So what did they tell you? Yeah. So for people who don't know, PETA is an animal rights organization. And they said, anyone who would leave a dog alone for days on end, let alone in a muddy, feces-laden cage outdoors at the mercury of the elements, lacks common sense and basic decency. Mackenzie McKee's neighbor was absolutely right to report her for abandoning and neglecting this dog. 
PETA hopes McKee will allow him to be adopted by a family who understands that dogs need and deserve companionship, exercise, and respect. Yes. So I also reached out to the neighbor who reported her. Yes. He didn't want to comment because um, I guess this thing just, you know, it's funny because it's like these normal people. Yeah. And then it's like you're dealing with like kind of a celebrity and it's like, wait, I didn't want my name all over. Um, but I reached out to him and he he did say, you know, as of right to now, the dog is safe and sound. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, as long as the dog is safe. Right. That's all we care about. That's all we care about. We also, you know, care that Mackenzie learns from this. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, she she receives a lot of hate. We always say that. She always receives hate, though. Because she makes dumb mistakes. But, like, people, you know, will say, like, the cruelest things, like, saying, you know, she should commit suicide and yeah, stuff. Yeah, people go to the next level. They her. go to the next level. And it's like, look— I was disappointed with her when I saw it. I was like, eh, not the best choice. But there's no need to escalate these comments and to, you know, write these hurtful things saying that she should, you know, kill herself. You know, she should have her kids taken away. It was just, it was too much. So hopefully, I mean, she's okay too because she's like tweeted like how, I mean, she has a lot going on. So she's like previously tweeted like crazy things before. So hopefully she's okay too and not like taking this to heart too much yeah. you know hopefully she'll just like move on Mackenzie needs to stay off social media agreed she should she desperately needs to take a little bit of a cleanse okay let's go into our next topic so the Leah Messer Jeremy Calvert saga continues my favorite saga your favorite saga <laughs> as we know they were married they had a little Addie they got divorced whole bunch of cheating rumors Leah drug rumors yeah a bunch of stuff that contributed to the divorce um, they had fun for a little bit. He was engaged to a girl named Brooke. Liam. I forgot he was engaged. Yeah, they were engaged. Yeah. Wow, I forgot. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Leah um, moved on with her boyfriend, Jason Jordan, who is now a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> that makes you really happy. He went from meth man to accused <laughs> stalker. <laughs> um, so on the reunion special on Monday night, Leah said that her and Jeremy are having fun. Yeah. Lauren, since this is your favorite story, why don't you take it over? She actually said, so when she, you know, said, oh, we had fun this weekend, she didn't, like, clarify they're having sex again. Okay, but they are. Oh, yeah, they totally yeah, are. Yeah. Because even Jeremy was like, oh, Leah. God. And he was like, oh, bad choice of words. Um, You know, during the whole segment, was I smiling from ear to ear? Yes. I love them together. I think they are a great couple. They hit a few bumps in the road. You know, she had problems and he just couldn't handle it. His work schedule, also, the twins. Also, I just think he was too young. They got married yeah. way too young. I think he was in over his head. Yeah. You know, when they broke up, he was dating a lot of girls. Yeah. You know, Radar obtained a bunch of cheating texts. Yeah. There was a lot. And I just think he was so young. I think he couldn't handle... Like you said, the twins, yeah. drama with Corey. Miranda was also Miranda, in the picture. Drama with, you know, the alleged drug abuse. I mean, there was just so much. And now I feel like they're both have grown and changed. And I feel like they should get back together. Yes, I agree, Teresa. They should. I mean, I've been saying this for so long that they should just get back together. But every single time Nessa and Dr. Drew kind of brought it up, they're not, you know, shutting out that idea. They are very, whatever happens, happens. What's meant to be will be. 
And I think they're just letting things happen naturally. I don't think they want to rush into things. When I spoke to Jeremy, I think it was like maybe early 2018, I asked him because that's when all like their, oh yeah, they are sleeping together again stuff came out and she admitted it on another podcast. I reached out to him and he said, you know, we're great together. We're great friends. Like we have a lot of fun, but we are both so scared to try it again because we're in such a great place for Addy. You know, if we try it again and then we're like, eh, this doesn't work out, we're just taking like 20 steps back, which I agree with, you know, because if they try it again and they split, it might not be as great as it is now and how they're co-parenting. And Addie is, what, six years old, maybe five, six. She fully understands what's going on. You know, she sees both of her parents together, so happy. So, and also even this past season, she talked about Leah and Jeremy getting back together. When Leah was like, oh, yeah, like I'm single. And Addie was like, I want you to marry my dad again. You know, they're very smart children. So I think he was saying last year that they just wanted to make sure that they don't mess things up because of how great they are now. I understand what he's saying, but at the same time, it's like they were in a really bad place for a long time yeah. and they made it out. I think as long as no one cheats, no one does anything extreme, I think if it's one of those things where it's like if they try it, then they're like, you know what? There are some habits that you have that was a contributing factor to when we divorced the first time. This isn't going to work out. Yeah. Then I think that they can leave civilly. But yeah. I think... I think if someone does something extreme, then that will mess it up. But I don't Agreed. think they're in that place. I don't think they would do that right now. No, I think they're both in great places. I mean, Leah has— Separately and together. I yeah, think. I think Leah has had the best glow up mm-hmm. from, t- I guess, the Team on franchise. You know, I think— she- I think so, because she yeah. hasn't been involved in any controversy. I mean, you know, Amber yeah. Corwood, she had a good glow up too, but I feel like yeah. she has had some controversial things happen, especially with Matt and— yeah. I guess she's like, you know, that for OG and then Leah's for two. But overall, I would say Leah Leah takes the the crown. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So, yeah, I think she's in a great place. Jeremy, you know, he always, whenever I talk to him, he always reminds me. He's like, you know, we're on a show Team Mom, but I'm like 30-something. You know, he's like, we're not kids anymore. Like, that was so long ago. He's like, I'm an adult. So I think they're just both so grown, mature, and I'm— I would be so happy if they gave it another chance. I think they should. Do you know what the status of them is right now? I mean, they're still, like, on constantly on, like, social media, like, flirting and stuff. They're not back together. Mm-hmm. So, actually, after part one, which aired this past Monday, Brooke, his ex-fiance. Oh, yes. I took, forgot about this. Yes. Went on Instagram and posted a photo of them two laughing on the couch, and she wrote, if only he knew where he was, I think. If only she knew where he was. Oh, yes. If only she knew where he was, kind of hinting that he's possibly with other girls, talking to other girls, sleeping with other girls. I mean, how would she even know that? And I don't think he's seeing her, because I feel like he has been in West Virginia with Leah. Yeah, because his job was actually, like, a little bit closer this time. Like, I don't think he, like, has been traveling to Ohio seeing Brooke. And I also think that if he was, she would have posted it because she's thirsty. Yeah. she's. I mean, she's still doing tummy tea ads, you know? So, yeah, I agree. I don't think he's with Brooke. Maybe she just knows info about people from their town. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, she posted that extremely weird and thirsty photo and caption. And Leah went on Instagram and said, look, Jeremy and I are not together. He can right. do whatever he yep. wants. Which is like... 
I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of true. I mean, if they're if they're just sleeping together. I know, but she's a girl. Girls are crazy. I don't think Leah's crazy though. <laughs> Our producer is shaking his head. Girls are crazy. No, I don't. I really think Leah doesn't care. I know. Don't point at me. <laughs> like I don't know. I just I wouldn't be able to have that thought in my head. I guess I don't know. That's just me. But Leah was just like, yeah, like we're not together. He could do whatever he wants. So I felt like that was kind of hinting that they still are sleeping together. Like, oh, yes, we are doing this, but we're not, you know, mm-hmm. official. So he's a free man still. I was like, you know, good for you, girl, for having that mindset. <laughs> Unless you're just posting it on Instagram and, like, trying to make it seem like you're calm about this. But, but yeah, so not officially together yet. Hopefully soon they will be. Fingers crossed because that's a team mom dream. Yes. Getting into the third biggest story of the week, Kale and Chris. We love them. I mean, I don't love them. I did at the party um, that <laughs> no. we went to when we made our Team Mom 2 debut. I liked them. I thought they were really cute together. So she was on the Team Mom 2 reunion sitting down with Nessa and Dr. Drew. And they asked the status of her and Chris because they have been on and off for years. They share their one son together, Lux Russell. So as of November 2018, which is where we saw them, they were together. He showed up. They were kissing all over each other. So romantic. And she said after the launch party for Pothead that things were really good. Then she threw a baby shower for one of her, one of his friends, actually. And Is she, Kale like a baby shower planner? I know. She's throwing everyone's baby showers. She throws everyone's baby she shower. Mine? Yeah. <laughs> like in a couple years. Like, Kale, can I call you? But so she was sitting next to a girl that... Chris cheated on her with. Yes. The girl knew. Chris knew. Kale did not know. Okay. So Kale said afterwards that she was humiliated and she ended things. You know, after all this time, she officially called it quits. And at the time of filming, she said it's been about eight weeks, which is not that long. But she said, yeah, it's been about eight weeks. I'm done. It's over. Okay. A few thoughts on this. Okay. I don't think Chris Lopez is the guy for her for a few reasons. One, when your son was born, he wasn't around. She said that he never saw him. Remember? Yeah. He wouldn't sign the papers at the hospital to say that the kid was his. When she was pregnant, wasn't around. Didn't even know if he was going to show up for the birth. Yeah. I just think that I know they've had issues But I think that he should have been more consistent during the pregnancy and in the beginning of Lux's life. And I know that now he's doing great, and I'm really proud of him for that. But I think that he should have been consistent the entire time, regardless of his relationship with Kale. Agreed. I also think for Kale to say, oh, Chris was the love of my life, I feel like it's one of those situations where you always want what you can't have. Chris didn't want you, and that's why you wanted him. That's why I think he was love for life. Because we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. I've called guys love of my life, and then I look back on it, and I'm like, Ugh. no, that he's not the love of my life. I just <laughs> yeah. thought he was because I wanted him so bad, and he didn't want me. Yeah. Um, three, out of, she's accused him of domestic violence. Yes. She's accused him of cheating. This, <laughs> after everything he has done. For what, maybe three years now? Like 2016? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, another thing, sorry. Bone, her best friend, who basically raised Lux in Chris's place, stopped being friends with her, we think, because yeah. of her friendship, because she got back together with Chris. Like, your friend who was, like, your family stopped talking to you for that reason, we think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she basically helped raise Lux yeah. from when he was born she was, up she until, was like, a year. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, back to what I was saying. Um, so, you throw a baby shower, Chris— Cheat on you with this girl. You had no idea that you were sitting next to her the whole time. They knew. That's what made you break up with him out of everything? <sighs> That's what it was? I agree. Kayla, this was a long time coming. Yeah. You should have broken it up sooner. And I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm just trying to say, Kayla's a great girl. I think she deserves a great guy. And I don't think this is the great guy for her. Yes. She definitely she deserves, deserves better. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. She's- she deserves a hobby, that a non-jealous hobby. Yes. Who like? Because Javi was a good husband. He was a great husband. I mean, he catered he to a, her. He was a little too jealous. Yeah, like he just like wanted you know her phone and stuff, and like yeah. not going out. He just wanted her to be a mom and be a wife and, and just stay he home. He just wanted her. He was a little clingy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah, he yeah. was definitely clingy. He was like, "You're not going to the concert." That's why I think him and Lauren work out so well because Lauren has no family or friends here. Yes. So she's not like, "I'm going to go to a concert with my friends." Yeah. Like, they do everything together. Yeah, that's very true. That's a good point. But, yeah, I think she needs another hobby in this situation. Like, he catered to her. He was in love with her. So I definitely think she deserves better. My thought when she was saying this, I was like, you know, that's—you had a great point. Like, out of everything he's done, now you call quits? I think it was just in that moment she realized that everything in the past would never leave. Mm -hmm. It's still there. And that's—I mean, in every relationship, like, you can't— undo actions right you can't you know forget what's the forgive and forget it's not you, you can't, can forgive but you can never forget yeah it's always going to be there i mean let's look at kendra and hank that playboy model you know he cheated yeah, years kendra ago Wilkinson. yeah like he cheated and she gave it another chance and she was just it's always going to be there did you ever see he's just something into you of course okay so this is what it reminded me of your point in the movie i forgot what the girl's name janine Yes. And what was Bradley Cooper's character? Oh, gosh. I ben? Ben, Ben. Ben. Was it? No. I, it is not. No, Ben was, I think, Jennifer Aniston's guy. No, that's Ben Affleck. <laughs> he was in it. <laughs> that's his real name. No, maybe um, it was Ben then. Maybe. I don't know. All right, we're going to do Jeanine and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I can't remember the, girl, the actress's name. Okay. Amanda? Okay. So, in the movie, Bradley Cooper cheats on Janine. No, you're messing this up. Bradley Cooper is with Scarlett Johansson in the yes, movie. Yes, he cheats on Janine with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, oh, the brown hair girl? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, continue. Okay, okay, take that back. You're right. Thank you. Bradley Cooper cheats on his wife with Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Understandable. <laughs> She's gorgeous. <laughs> She's gorgeous. And the wife was too. But. Yeah. So, cheats on her with Scarlett Johansson. Um, he, and we don't he, condone cheating. We don't condone. <laughs> I'm sorry. We don't condone cheating. I just have a question to Scarlett Johansson. She's yeah, pretty. She's really pretty. Um, and it's all fictional. <laughs> um, so he cheats on her. Then he tells the wife. He's like, listen, I had, you know, I had an affair. And he's expecting the wife to throw him out, but she's like, we're gonna give it another chance, right? Yes. So they give it another chance. The whole part of the movie was that he was smoking cigarettes as well, and she didn't want him to smoke cigarettes because his father died of cancer. So she took him back after the cheating scandal. Then. She asks, she finds cigarettes. He says they're not mine. They're the workers on the, you know, whatever. The end of the movie, she's picking up his pants and a carton of cigarettes fall down. 
And she goes crazy. She, like, breaks the mirror. Yes. And she breaks up with him. And it was like, you didn't break up with him for the cheating scandal, but you broke up with him for this. But it was because of what you said, where yeah. it was like, this little thing made you realize it's never going to end, and so it was going to be there. Yeah. It's always going to be there, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. You know, when you see a person, it's always going to be yeah. there. You cannot take back actions, yeah. and it sucks, but you can't do it, you know? But I think that was Kale's, like— epiphany if that's even the right way to describe it like like you know out of everything you can't move on like you can't it's always going to be there you can't all of a sudden just wake up and be like oh my god we're the happiest couple ever you know she's not going to be like for leah she can do it jerry (laughs) yeah yeah they could do it but kale and chris they just can't and also like again chris is so young i feel like maybe in a few years they'll be able to do it and also he was thrown into, you know, the spotlight, a.k.a. Raider and OK. You know, he was like on Team Mom. You know, he's talked about. I mean, he's loving it now. He's always on Instagram Live. But I think it was a lot for him to handle. But, you know, I mean, I'm very, very happy for her that she, you know, finally realized that she deserves better and she will get better. You know, she has her three boys she's focusing on, her hair stuff, books, His vacations. Name is ben. Sorry. It is Ben? It is Ben. Oh, my God. That's Which so funny. Which is funny because Bradley Cooper, because uh, Ben Affleck was his best friend in that movie. Yeah. Oh, no. Her name was Jennifer Connelly. I can't believe I forgot her name. I know. Oh, wow. What's wrong with us? What is wrong it's, with it's us? It's actually really, we're doing this at like 9 a.m., so. Yeah. And also it's picture day, and that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I think that was Kale's point. You know, she realized that she'll never move on from things in the past. You know, it's always going to be there. It's kind of like a mosquito. Like, you can't get rid of them. Like, they're just always, like, lingering around. And that's that girl. The girl that Chris cheated with is a mosquito in the summer. Yes. (laughs) That was a great analogy. Yeah, she is a mosquito in the summer. And, yeah, so I'm very happy for Kale. Very happy for Kale. Now it's time for you to find someone. Yes. Who truly, truly, truly deserves you. Yes. And also, don't go on Game of Clones to find— Don't go on Game of Clones. Clones yeah. to find the Quavo lookalike. <laughs> like, that was so weird. That was, I mean, we all know it was for the paycheck, but definitely I don't recommend. Right, Quavo? Yeah, I know. That was like Offset. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like someone else, please. But, you know, we'll keep you updated on Kale's love life. Maybe she'll find a summer love. You never know. On this week's Teen Mom Truth or Tale. So obviously a lot is happening with Janelle and David and their custody battle. They're trying to win their kids back from CPS after they removed them from their care just weeks after David went crazy and killed their family dog, which we've been covering about, you know, for the last few weeks now. So they are in court. For I think this was maybe the third time they were in court. Yes. Second time. So they're trying to win custody back, and reportedly Janelle has to either choose between her kids or her husband. Mostly, I think David is the concern for their kids' safety, not Janelle. But so what is going on? You know, is Janelle going to leave David for these children? Okay, so no. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of updates. So photos surfaced of, well, we've seen Janelle and David going to court, Radar published photos of that. So she's clearly standing by his side. They were also spotted shopping at Lowe's. Raider also published those photos. So yeah, she's they're putting on a united front. They've been together. It seems like she's not going to be divorcing him to get the kids back. It seems like they're going to fight this together. There have been so many updates in this case. Last week, a judge imposed a gag order, basically meaning that none of the parties are allowed to speak about the details of the case. 
Fortunately, RadarOnline.com got them all. (laughs) Doing work. Okay, so I'm just going to read some quotes from an insider. Last week, David flipped out in court. The insider exclusively told Radar he was sitting in the courtroom and he pulled Janelle over and was saying very mean things about everything that was going on. He was saying all this stuff. He was just so mad, which makes a lot of sense because that's how David is. Yes. There also is supervised visits of the children in court so they are able to see the kids. They're all also able to call and FaceTime the kids whenever they want. So there was a really heartbreaking moment where Marissa, David's daughter from a previous relationship, was hysterical crying. And she didn't want to see her dad. So the insider said it was supervised with the sheriff and social services. Marissa ran out of the room hysterical crying and into her grandmother's arms. David was yelling, what did you do to my child? Why won't she talk to me? Marissa looked petrified to see her dad. She was crying the whole time she was in the room with him. That really is devastating to hear, to think how these children, you know, were taken from their home, something that, you know, they they had a schedule, they had a routine, they're taken from it. I mean, luckily, they are put with family members, but to think that they only see their parents once every few days for an hour, surrounded by, you know, sheriffs and social service workers, it's just, I can't even imagine that environment. I just can't believe that Marissa is... Like, that's David's daughter. Like, David has full custody of Marissa. Yeah. So the fact that she doesn't even want to see her dad, and she's so upset. I don't know if it's the situation. Yeah. I mean, she's 11, so she may know everything going on. She may oh, yeah. know this is because you killed Nugget. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it just really seems right now that she wants to stay with her grandma. Yeah. And also, you know, like you said, she's 11. We've been reporting on things for, like, the last year of how David interacts with the kids, especially Kaiser. You know, that we were, I think we were texting about that yesterday, you know, or I aming. You know, these are situations that we've been reporting on. You know, Kaiser allegedly saying that David allegedly hit him with a stick last summer when Doris kept him from Janelle and David. You know, it was just, you know, crazy situation after one after the other. So possibly, you know, Marissa just had all this bottled up. Yeah. And, Now in this situation, she's kind of realizing, like, everything's coming to light. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that has happened since they kind of became a family unit is and was wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, like, any abuse that we saw. I mean, do you remember the scene when Kaiser was screaming, saying, like, feed me? Yeah, he was hungry. Yeah, and David was, like, yanking him out of the photos when they were trying to take their save the dates. Mm -hmm. You know, that scene always comes up on my Facebook group and Twitter, and they're like, never forget this time when David dragged Kaiser, and he was screaming. Yeah. These are things that fans have seen. These are, you know, things that maybe Marissa has seen. You know, she's a smart girl. You know, she's a a little adult. for David to have full custody of her, obviously there's issues with her mother. Yeah. So, I mean, this girl has already been through a lot, and then we're adding this to the mix. Exactly. And it's like, first, you can't— you know, see your mom. You can't live with her. You're thrown into a situation with Janelle and David who are constantly screaming. Yeah. There's cameras, you know, kids coming left and right. You know, Kaiser's coming, then going to his dad. Then Chase isn't allowed over because of Babs. Like, it, it's a lot for an 11-year-old. Plus, she was taken out of school, mm-hmm. taken from cheer. And I think, like— Yeah, she was homeschooled. Come on. By David, you know? So— 
for an 11 year old. I can't even imagine, you know, how sad that is. Like every day you're with your yeah, I mean, I love my dad, but like no, every day. She needs to have a social life. She needs to have friends. Yeah, you she need to have friends. She's a yeah, you need to go and do cheer and dance and like play hopscotch. Like that's what you need to do. And to think that she's isolated on this land, it's just, it's heartbreaking to think of what she's going through. Like I'm thinking like when I was 11, you know, it's like you were playing with your hermit crab, like loving life. Like it's. I was. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's sad to think of everything that she's going through. And perhaps she was sobbing because everything is just like hitting her yeah. at once, you know? Yeah. The insider also said that little Kaiser was bearing the brunt of Janelle and David. He is now so happy with Nathan. The quote is, it would be a crying shame if the kids go back to them. I agree. <sighs> it's. it's I, it, it's it's a tough situation. I think Kaiser should be with Nathan. I think that I, I think that it's not David's child. I don't think that David. I, I think that there is some sort of. I think Ensley and Marissa probably do get treated a little better just because they are David's children. Yes, I don't think David's like a Cole who's like, oh, like these are all my children. I'm treating them all equally. I don't think David has that mindset. I think we've seen on Teen Mom that he doesn't have that mindset. When he called Kaiser a little... B, B. I don't think he would call Hensley that. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. He's, you know, it's all about Hensley. Like, for him to say that Kaiser's little B like his dad, like, that was heartbreaking. So I agree. Like, David does not treat them the same. And I think Kaiser should be with Nathan. I think, I just think he seems happier. I think we can all t- tell yeah. that he seems happier. Um, you know, Jace should stay with Babs. That's not an issue. 100%. Um, what else? Oh, Ensley and Marissa. I mean, I don't know. Do you think they should be with Janelle and David? What do you think? I don't think so. You don't think so? You know, clearly they've done a lot wrong. I mean, people, we're not parenting pros. We're not, you know, pros when it comes to raising children and, you know, how to do it, how to not do it. Um, but I feel like the first two years of Ensley's life a lot of people have made comments about how she's raised, you know, especially because Watson is the same age. Her head, speaking, talk, you know, it's just there's always been red flags. Do you remember when she brought the children, Marissa and Ensley, to New York City? Ensley was so, she looked so sick in yeah. all of those photos. Yeah. And Janelle was dragging her around New York City. To a fashion show. To a fashion show. This little girl is looks like days. Yeah. She, she, she looked like she had a fever. Yeah. I think she did have a fever and probably the flu. And her eyes were just, and she had runny nose and all the photos. And it's just like, this is your child. Chelsea and, would have been like, no, we're staying home. Like, yeah. My kid is sick. Yeah. My kid is sick. Even if her kid like, you know, starts crying. No, we're not going anywhere. And for Janelle to be dragging a two-year-old around New York City for a fashion show, like, no, leave them home. So I think Marissa should be with her grandmother. I think for Ensley, it's tough because— Well, Ensley, sorry, just to clarify, Ensley is with Barbara right now. Yes. The problem is, you know, Babs, you know, I don't want to, you know, hate on her age, but she's— you know, not capable of chasing around a two-year-old anymore. Right, yeah. You know, Jace is 10. Like, right. he's I mean, like that was a 10 years man. ago when she was doing this with Jace. Yeah, like, you know, he's a little man now. Like, he goes to school. Like Hopefully he ha- he's helping her, though. Yeah, I mean, luckily, Jace has gotten to spend some time with Ensley, so maybe mm-hmm. it's easier on her as well to, yeah. like, kind of come into this house where she really didn't even know Babs, like, the first two no. years of her life. Oh, yeah. So I think maybe Jace's face there probably makes it easier for mm-hmm. her. 
But it's tough because Babs is not, you know, this young gal anymore where she could, you know, raise her. She has to teach her. She has to find a school for her. It's a lot at once. So it's tough with Ensley. I don't know where she could possibly go. You know, Dave, maybe David's mom. I'm but... actually a little surprised that David's mom didn't get any of the children. Yeah. So for Ensley, I don't know. I think Marissa should stay with her grandmother. Kaiser should be with his dad. And Jay stay with Babs, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. So I spoke to a legal expert. I spoke to two legal ex- experts who told me that this can take up to years. For Janelle yeah. to get her children back. I mean, this is a long process. Right now, it looks like these proceedings are more of where the children are going to go. I don't necessarily think that they're going to be like, okay, Janelle, you get them back now. Yeah. I think that they're going to have to do parenting classes. I mean, that's what the lawyer said. They're going to have to do parenting classes, possibly anger management classes. I mean, this is going to take a long time. Yeah, they're not going to get these kids back, you know, at the end of the week. No. They have to prove that, you know, they could— provide a safe, healthy, and happy environment for these kids to grow up in. And there's a lot. I mean, there's a a lot of kids in this house. So it's a lot of responsibility. And now to think that they don't have an income, David does not work. Janelle was fired from Team Mom too. They have zero dollars coming in. How are they going to provide them with a great school, Mm -hmm. food, clothing, everything? You know, their house is sinking. They have a lot on their plate right now. And how could you put two, like a bunch of kids back into a home where there's no money income to provide. So I don't think they're going to get them back. So Raider also reported that there was a legal twist. Janelle and David tried to get the judge thrown off the case in court. Of course they did. They said that he was being biased toward CPS and he had a prejudice against them. I mean, maybe the judge just clearly can see what we just said. You know, these kids cannot be in this environment. It's too dangerous. You have, you know, it's too much craziness going on. (laughs) So the insider told Radar, the attorney said he had evidence that the judge was prejudiced against them. But after a long break, he said he couldn't find what he was looking for. Of course. Typical Janelle lawyer, huh? I know, right? (laughs) Typical. So yeah, obviously the request was denied. I think they're just desperate at this point to do anything they can to get the kids back. But like we said, this could take up to years. So we'll continue to keep everyone updated. I mean, there's updates every day. Every day. Every day. Literally, when we're done recording the podcast, there's a new crazy update. And we're like, damn it. Yeah, we just (laughs) recorded the podcast. Like every, probably for the what, the last two, three weeks. Every single time something breaks when we're done. Yeah. So if this is like your main teen mom source, definitely check writerline.com and okmagazine.com. Definitely. And that will be our Tease this week. Just yes. check back with us for any new updates on the Janelle and David CPS custody drama. Well, everyone, that is all we have for this week's episode. Make sure you check back next week for even more Team Mom drama. Bye. Bye.